You're listening to the Converge Podcast Network. And a big thanks to our presenting sponsor, Zondervan, a revered and reliable source for transformative and inspirational content. Support this podcast by visiting zondervan.com and find your next favorite book. Now, on to the show. Scripture says not one of us is without sin. If we could all just be completely honest, even in this moment, that our deepest innate longing is for God's forgiveness. But the first step to receiving God's forgiveness is to admit that we need it. In order to admit that you need God's forgiveness, you have to come to a place of repentance. That's where spiritual growth happens. My prayer is that we would understand the goodness, the power that comes out of consistently walking with a repentant heart and also enabling ourselves to actively receive God's forgiveness day in and day out in all that we do. This truth is vital to living a vibrant and a fulfilling life. And yesterday I heard someone tell me that I should just swim in God's grace that I should swim in God's grace. And I want to tell you today, don't swim in God's grace. Drown in it. Sink in it. Allow God to fully immerse you in his love and in his grace. One of the most precious truths of God's word is that he is near to us, that he's closer than the air we breathe. I think it's Psalm chapter 139 reads, Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me, the light become night around me. Even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like day, for darkness is as light to you. For you created my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. And I will praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And your works are wonderful, and I know them full well. My frame was not hidden from you. When I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them had even come to be. How precious are your thoughts of me, God. How vast is the sum of them. That truly explains it all. Not only are you precious in his sight, But God is present with you through the brightest days and the darkest nights, the good, the bad, the ugly. We have a God who is yearning, who's longing to be close to you. I love this quote by A.W. Tozer. He said, we need never to shout across the spaces to an absent God. He is nearer than our own soul, closer than our own most secret thoughts. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7 reads beautifully on what brought us near to Christ. 
In him, we have the redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of his grace that he has lavished on us. We are promised forgiveness every time we repent. My prayer for us today is that we'll be full of adoration and lost in the wonder of God, that he will lose his own son and his blood will fall from that tree and hit the dirt for us so we could be forgiven today. So today, Lord, we ask that you'd give us a receptive heart and attentive minds to meditate on the freedom of life that's only available through your son, your beloved son, Jesus Christ. Today, we allow you, Heavenly Father, to wash our hearts with your word. Lord, stir in us a new affection, stir up our faith, and give us new desires to live differently and favorably through your eyes, through the lens of your eyes, God, and not our own, and not the eyes of others. Lord, in your word, in Galatians chapter 5, verse 1, you said, for freedom, it's for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. And in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 16, you said, live as people who are free, not using your freedom to cover up for evil, but living as servants of God. Lord, help us to be more like you every single day, more like your son, Jesus. Help us to submit ourselves and be controlled by the Holy Spirit. And so when you speak, when you whisper to our hearts, we'll hear it. But not only that, we'll obey you and we'll joyfully accept anything that you're calling us to. In Jesus' name. Today, we welcome you to the Scriptures and Stories podcast. And we invite you to lay off every heavy weight, every lie, every hindrance of condemnation and allow yourself to embrace the love and the acceptance and the freedom that comes from the Father through His Son, Jesus Christ. God bless you all. Welcome Jenny Weaver as she worships and sings the scripture of the day. Set me free. 
from the law of sin, yes, I'm free from the law of sin, yes, I'm free from the law of sin and death. Cause Christ has won it all, yes, there is no condemnation, I mean Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation, I mean Christ Jesus. Today's verse of the day, Romans chapter 8, verse 1. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his one and only son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might fully be met in us who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Today, we're going to focus in on chapter 8, verse 1 in the book of Romans. There is now, therefore, no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Have you forgiven yourself for your past mistakes? How often do you go back running and stumbling down memory lane, thinking of all those crazy things that you've done? Do you replay them in your head? Are you reliving them? Are you feeling remorse over and over and over again? Is there a sense of shame or guilt in your heart today? If there is, that is not of God. You see, the enemy wants you to think that your identity is attached to what you've done. Maybe you went through a divorce. Maybe you had an abortion. Maybe you've done crazy things, you know, having sex out of marriage. 
Maybe you've cheated and hurt people and stolen and lied and you've done all these crazy things to hurt and kill relationships around you. The enemy wants you to think that you are still that messed up, jacked up person. But the scripture says something totally different. The scripture tells you amazing spiritual truths that we must meditate on day in and day out. And I think of it even in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, it says, But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all wickedness or all unrighteousness, some versions say. And even in Psalms chapter 103, verse 12, he says, He has removed our sins as far as the east is from the west. That is powerful, guys. And not only that, if we can just take a moment and think about it, our sins are not even being seen by God. The righteousness of Christ, the blood of Jesus is covered on us once we come to faith in him. And therefore, we can walk in the righteousness of God and not our shame and our pain of our past. But we allow the truth to come to pass in our heart and we walk fully and freely in the freedom that has been granted to us through Yeshua, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, right? Isn't that amazing? As I was driving earlier today from the YMCA, I go to the YMCA every single morning to go swim and to go just be with God. A new thing that I started this year is going to a swimming pool and spend time with the Lord in the pool. I don't know why. It's just so cool. Like I literally, like I told you guys earlier, love the idea that, hey, I want to just immerse myself in the love of the Father. And when I go into the water, I feel the the presence of God. I don't know. It's just amazing. Like he's just pouring out his his loving kindness all over me and immerse me in your love even more, Jesus, as I go to the bottom of the pool. I can feel you surrounding me. Just as this water surrounding me, I can feel the presence of our almighty God, his loving kindness just filling me with this inexpressible, undeniable love. Oh man, I know I went way off board right there. But guys, as I was driving today <laughs> back from the pool, I felt a need to pray against the spirit of condemnation. There was a lot of things going through my mind as I began to think about all the people who have come to me, millennials, young people who just love Jesus, but feel this sense of shame and guilt over their lives because of mistakes they've made in the past, whether it was 10 years ago, maybe it was 10 hours ago or, you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes ago, they'll come to me and they'll just remind me of how tough it is to just be a believer. You know, it's not going to be easy yet our convenient our comfortable walk with God but what's amazing is we're secure in Christ meaning nothing can pluck us out of his hand we're completely secure and not only that God enables us to change by his grace there's this continuous like just revelation of how beautiful how wondrous how adorable the gospel message is and when it roots in your heart change will come as you love God more, as you lean into him and trust him with all that you are, all that you have. So if you're in a place right now where you feel a heavy sense of condemnation, maybe it's a marriage struggles you're going through, you're on the verge of divorce, you even got the papers and you're ready to sign that paper. My prayer for you would be that you would pray and that you would say to God, God, am I showing my spouse the forgiveness that you showed me on the cross? Am I showing my spouse the mercy and the grace that you showed me on the cross? 
Am I giving love so freely and fully that I will allow myself to be hurt for this momentary time so you will get the glory in my marriage, that you will get the glory in my life? Guys, sometimes we have to just really examine ourselves and see if we're even in the faith. Guys, our feelings will lead us astray from the way God wants us to go. God wants us to be so convinced and convicted, not condemned, but convicted. Conviction leads you to the cross, but condemnations keep you feeling guilty and it points the finger at you and it never lets you receive God's forgiveness. Condemnation wants you to point your finger at yourself or it wants you to point your finger at your past mistakes or your failures or your problems. But God wants you to be so focused on the cross so he can introspectively bring a conviction in your heart to bring this reminder, this revelation that this problem you're going through has a purpose. The reason you're going through what you're going through in this moment, although that pain of your past, maybe it may be a burden, but son, I want to use that burden that you see it as, as a purposeful, meaningful thing to fulfill the will that I have for your life. Our daughter, I want to use that breakup for you to draw closer to me, to restore your relationship with me. Some of you are going through a breakup or some type of messed up situation in relational relationships because those relationships have been toxic and keeping you away from the heart of the Father, have been keeping you from your prayer time, have been keeping you from time in God's word. And God is removing things. He's pruning. He's pricking. He's taking away things to replace them with better things, which is himself and also more clarity on where he's taking you. I had a friend named Erica. She did everything she could possibly do to get her husband to fight and overcome his alcohol addiction. His drinking was causing emotional and social problems, and it was undermining the family's well-being. You know, so she was really struggling. So I remember her telling me a story. One day she came home from work. She had actually met up with her homegirls and got coffee and just hung out and talked about, you know, some of the things that were going on with this alcohol problem and how it was stirring up so much conflict within the household, so much struggle. I would never forget when she said she walked back in her home one day and she just bold face came to him and said, hey, you just need to slow down. You need to stop drinking. And if you're not going to simply stop drinking, you need to at least reduce your drinking. You got to calm down. This is either going to kill you or it's going to lead us to a divorce. And I'm not playing. Just stop it, please. So he's sort of in a nonchalant way, you know, this calm, cool and collected manner says, OK, I'm going to stop. I get it. I get it. Just leave me alone. I'm going to try to change up my rhythm and try to stay away from the brew. I'm going to do it all for you. You know, even when I jump in my car, I'm going to drive the opposite way from where the bar is. <laughs> so I could just see him saying all these different things, you know, trying to change in his own strength in his own power. But because we have an enemy, he was about to get devoured. The truth is, sadly, she ended up deciding to divorce him. And her desire was that they would live together again at some point. But the enemy and the alcoholic drink came between them in their marriage. And that's what put their marriage in the coffin and sealed it. And at that point, she had to make a decision. 
either I'm going to keep my marriage buried or I'm going to give it to God and allow it to flourish again. The worst mistake ever is thinking that if we give up on our spouse, if we give up on our loved ones, that we're actually going to get rid of them. That is a lie. We're actually going to have to carry around our spouse. We're forever one. We're still together. Like people have went through divorces and left their husband and wives. And years and years and years later, they carry this resentment, this shame, this guilt because they can't get rid of them. They carry the memories, they carry the burden of all these experiences. I once heard a guy tell me that marriage is not about you, but divorce is all about you. That's powerful. I thought about that. I was like, God confronts people who have divorce in two ways. First of all, he says, your marriage was a covenant you made before me, and it was supposed to reflect my love. And second, my primary intentions for your marriage was to raise up godly children. I think that was in Malachi chapter 2, verse 15. Guys, I know this isn't a marriage podcast, but I think it's just so timely to speak to anyone, even single, that is going to get into a marriage soon, that God's preparing you for this. There's been tons of married couples already who have reached out for prayer requests. And I think it's just so important that we highlight this. I even walk through a season of my life where me and my wife were just talking. We let them words come out of our, out of our mouth. That was the worst thing I could ever do to even speak those words. Guys, but the Holy Spirit, God himself spoke to me. He whispered to my heart that same night that marriage and family is not about us. It's not about me. It's all about God. If we are so concerned with our standard of life, then God's intentions for our family and for our spouse and for his will and for his glory, God has a harsh word for us. He has a harsh word for us. God says he hates divorce in Malachi chapter 2, verse 16. Yeah, and if you ask me, that's tough. That's tough love. That's what that is. It's tough love. Let's take a quick break to hear from a sponsor. In 2015, just weeks after dropping out of college, Josh Gander found himself grasping at straws trying to find his purpose. Countless hours of time had gone into his latest failed business and the frustration was boiling over. Josh knew he wanted to use his passion to influence people, but was struggling, like many of us, to find the road moving forward. And it was in the thick of the valley that God gave him a new adventure of a lifetime, bracelets. So he got to work crafting jewelry and apparel that could help believers share their faith. And now three years later, tens of thousands of people wear elevated faith gear, items like bracelets and hoodies and rings and tees. Long gone are the days of cheesy Christian apparel. It's time for trending and modern styles that can truly be conversation starters, opening the doors to share your faith. So now is the point where you stop what you're doing and you go and visit elevatedfaith.com. They're offering 25% off any single item for listeners to this podcast. Just use the code STORY25. That's elevatedfaith.com with the code STORY25. 
marriage is your most sacred relationship on this earth, and prayer is the single most powerful way to transform it. Have you heard of Mark Batterson's book, The Circle Maker? Over one million prayer lives have been changed through The Circle Maker. Now marriages can benefit from this teaching as well. It's time to learn the relational truths in the legend of Honi the Circle Maker, a man bold enough to draw a circle in the sand and not leave it until God answered his impossible prayer. Honi's prayer saved a generation, and your prayers can transform your relationship. Praying circles around your marriage draws from the life-changing principles Mark Batterson outlines in his New York Times bestseller, The Circle Maker. This new book is available now for pre-order everywhere you buy books. Go check it out. Now, back to the show. So back to my story, Erica ends up leaving her husband. She even said to her friends and to the people she knew and loved after the divorce that her husband was a good man if he just would stop drinking. And here's the thing, it became real clear and evident to his family and to her family that he loved his family, you know, and he wanted to live with them. But the thing is, the addiction was much stronger than his desire to just do what is right. Maybe he didn't have the power to do what is right. You know, maybe he didn't have the power to change himself. And so what ended up happening, he ended up packing his bags and he leaves off, you know, to a far off city or town and he never looked back. And Erica, one night as she put her babies to sleep, she tucked them in bed. She went off and went into her room. She sat down on her bed. She began to think about all these different things, like wondering, is he okay? Did she do the right thing? And then she turned on this radio and it began to play these amazing Bible scriptures. And then out of these scriptures, you know, a host came on, which was a radio host that was essentially a ministry leader. And he prayed a specific prayer that night that spoke to the heart of Erica. And what he prayed changed the way she viewed the actions that she'd done, not just towards her husband but towards her God. Therefore, she admitted that she had not done everything she could possibly do to sustain the marriage, the relationship that they had together. And she simply said this, I have learned a great lesson today, that God's ways are ways of redemption, not revenge. His ways are ways of love and not of pride. His ways are ways of mercy and not of condemnation. And it says, how clearly Christ proved that truth on the cross. She joyfully accepted the conviction that God laid on her heart that night through the powerful prayer of that man. She set aside her pride and she joyfully humbled herself to abide in her king. In that moment, she felt God prompt her to call her husband. And to invite him back home. And when he pulled up the next morning and got out the car, he began to walk up to the front door. She ran outside the door, the front door, and he ran and jumped on him. I said, I love you. I love you. Will you come back to me? And then immediately he said later, he said he could hardly believe her words. He was stunned. 
tears began to flow down his face. He received her with joy. She received him with joy. He returned home. He walked through the door with all his bags. His children were so happy. And he sternly says, Erica, what made you change your mind? What made you reverse your decision on being with me, on being married? And she said, clearly and plainly with these words, she said, a message came over the radio last night that really changed my heart forever. This man prayed over me and things became clear. And she said in that moment that he was like, wait, I was listening to the, uh, the radio too. I was listening to this man pray over marriages. What radio station were you listening to? Come to find out they were listening to the same radio station. And God began to gradually teach them something that was so beautiful that although they may have been apart all those days that God was still working in the midst of them as if they were together in that moment he knew the deepest desire and the deepest yearning of their heart was to be one was to be together because that was his purpose and his will for their lives going forward even to this day they both listen to that same minister on that same radio station every single night god is indeed doing a miracle in the life of their family even right now in this moment god wants to do a miracle in your life right now today what does it look like to live totally free in christ jesus what does it look like to live in a world but be free of its constraints of the demands of the burdens and the stresses that oftentimes comes with living in this fallen world. Scripture proclaims that God came to give us life and life more abundantly. He wants the Holy Spirit is quietly and clearly beckoning you to choose him throughout your day today. He's longing for you that you may know the beauty and the power and the peace that comes with communion with him all throughout your day. God clearly has a plan for you that is far greater than anything you've experienced in your past. And he longs for you today to allow your life to be marked by his freedom that only comes through the transformational encounter of his presence in truth and love. God's love has set you free from everything this world wants to entangle you with. His love not only sets you free spiritually, but emotionally and practically. His love broke every chain of sin and depravity, and Jesus breathed his last breath on the cross just for people like you and me. People that are broken and people who don't fully understand that his love has already broke through the earth and it has torn the veil from top to bottom, signifying the availability of his presence for each and every one of us. His love broke through each and every one of our lives as we said yes to crowning him king and accepting his gift of eternal life, an eternal relationship in him is what breaks the chains that condemn each and every one of us his love is breaking through every area of your life as surely as the sun rises is as surely as his love is flowing over each and every one of your circumstances today when you take a moment to declare your availability to him 
He will fill you up with his nearness and his love. I'd love to just encourage you or ask you one question. What would it be like for you to live your life free of condemnation as it's stated in Romans chapter 8 verse 1? What would it feel like to live a life free of the burdens from the opinions of men and from the opinions of ourselves? What will we have to do to just enjoy how God truly feels about us and what he tells us by the truth and his word? May the Lord help you experience a life that comes with and only by choosing his freedom through his son, Jesus Christ. May he guide you into the lifestyle of continual worship and continual encounters with his love. May your days be marked by amazing hope that only comes and springs forth from the Holy Spirit. And may you exhibit to the world the wonderful love of God. Will you show the love that is unconditional, that is unmovable, that is untouchable, but yet still so near and dear? Will you begin to experience the restored relationship with the Lord of all? In Jesus' name, today will you experience the freedom of life that was purchased for you by the blood of Jesus as it brings you newness and vitality into your life. Thanks for listening to the Scriptures and Stories podcast. It's your host, Rashawn Copeland. So if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss another episode. And also, if you have more time, just go ahead and rate and review. That helps us reach more people to invite into the space that we're making for the presence of God, for meaningful stories and powerful scriptures to take root in the hearts and minds of people who are longing for truth. And with that being said, you guys already know what time it is. Go ahead and shoot me a text message if you need prayer or even you want to share your praise reports, or if there's anything you would like to, you know, add in, you know, ideas, you know, different things we can use for the show. You may even know someone who would be an excellent guest, you know, so just reach out, extend a hand, shoot me a text right now, 678-667-6582. Again, it's 678-667-6582. God bless you. God bless you abundantly. Remember that you have a purpose. You're accepted. You're secure in God and your identity comes from him. Have a great week. See you soon. Thanks for listening to Scriptures and Stories with Rashawn Copeland. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network. For more information about this show, visit convergepodcastnetwork.com. And we also thought you might enjoy another Converge Network podcast called The Invitation with Luke Lazan. On The Invitation, Luke talks about the invitations we receive in life and how they can be opportunities to respond to something that will change the trajectory of our lives. Search for The Invitation with Luke Lazan in your favorite podcasting app.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.